Now, in 2019, the Human Sciences Research Council, the HSRC, and the South African Race Relations Institute found that 60% of South African children have absent fathers and more than 40% of South African mothers are single parents. Yeah, let that sink in. Um, Now, for vulnerable children and youth, having a supportive mentor can, of course, be a life-changing experience. Numerous studies over many decades have shown that having a healthy relationship with an adult mentor can put a child on the path to better behavior and stronger relationships. Now, close to 60 men across the country are currently serving as vital mentors for hundreds of boys who are growing up without their fathers. This band of everyday heroes and volunteers are working for the Character Company, which is a non-profit organization that's been implementing a mentorship program for the past nine years. And we've got Yaku van Skalkweg all the way from Gauteng, um, who's going to talk to us about um, the Character Company. Good morning, Yaku. Good morning. It's uh, wonderful to be with you. Yes. So, Yaku... Um, Tell us about the character company. I mean, I've read this shocking statistic, but it is the reality. Um, you know, why the character company and why mentoring in particular? Yeah, I, th- I think the statistic speaks for itself. But, you know, the, the the reality on the ground is actually so much worse. So if we look at our country right now, and if you just take the top five issues that we have to deal with every day, uh, gender-based violence, corruption, racism, um, substance abuse, suicides, um, you know, th- those are those are things that find their root in the in the fact that we don't have enough positive male role models. Ideally, dads first, but those statistics of actually closer probably to seventy percent of kids in, growing up in single parent homes. That's got a massive effect on our day to day lives and the way that boys grow up specifically. And of course, you know, the, the, there's an impact on girls in this space too. And so, you know, one of the things just out of my own life, the experiences of growing up with an absent father and just how that has impacted my life um, and, and still does. Yeah, and just, uh, you know, we wanted to, to step into a space where we can change that narrative for. For, for a young boy, and just growing up with um, with something different, uh, you know. As I'm as I'm speaking to you, we actually at our campsite, and we we do two two different things. One is we we've got some of our senior boys here this weekend, but we also have a program we call Men Around a Fire, and so we sit around the fire with some men, and we just engage in healthy discussions around positive masculinity. And last night I was just saying to the guys, you know. Think about that one thing in your life, just just one thing, and there's so many, where you needed just a, a positive male role model just to step in and just give advice or just guidance or just step in and say, listen, like, I don't have the answers here, but you're not going to walk this road alone. And and think then that that we have the ability to do that for one boy, and and just change the and just change the story. So the mentorship is important. It's we we all need it. We need to be able to know that someone's got our back, and actually that someone's got our heart, not not just our back. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we try and do. Is um, yeah. Well, actually, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we try <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Yaku. I mean, you you clearly sound very passionate about what you do, and and I think it is this notion of change the narrative. I mean, I am from the Cape Flat, so. I I know, you know, what it means to have a mentor, what it means for your own development and your own guidance. Um, You know, what have you found in terms of when you intervene? Of course, that narrative does change, right? 
Oh, definitely. Um, I, I don't think there's one case where it doesn't make a start making a difference. I think the, the the challenge in this for us is as we look at this and going like, oh man, you know, first I don't have time, or I'm too busy, or um, you know, my life is too messy myself. And I think one of the things that I've seen by the grace of God is that out of the brokenness that I have in my life, I get to heal um, someone else's life in some way by just having the conversation. Um, because we all just want someone to pitch up for us. We, we just want to feel that someone actually cares about the stuff that we're going through. And I think I see that in the conversations. And, you know, we, we get changed so much more in the process than we actually get to change anyone else. Um, and that's where the... That's where the real impact starts because I can't give what I don't have. And if I start getting that kind of, you know, we, we're trying to create a culture of mentorship because that means that I get some input in my life. Every mentor in the character company has got a mentor as well. So we, you know, we hold one another accountable. We speak into one another's lives. And that means that we can get to do that for these boys. And so these young boys um, or young men grow up and they see these men around them that are real, that are, that are engaging in conversations, that are, you know, practicing courage by open about their challenges you know i think society creates cowards of us by telling us that we're not allowed to share you know cowboys don't cry all of that nonsense and if the boys see that these young men then they can actually see the reality of it and they can start living that and then you start having a generation that is um, passionate about change um, vulnerability accountability you know kind of all the stuff that we really need a lot more in our, in our country right now mm. Yaku, so i mean you've had hundreds of boys over the past few years what have been some of the stories that you think was so important because as you say it's not just for the boys that this journey is important but also for the mentors oh yeah you know it, <laughs> like how long can you can can we have a conversation about this you know it's days and days because i'm not, I'm, I'm standing here and th- looking at our like some of our older boys and some of these boys have been on the program for seven eight years they've been mentored um their lives are not um their lives are not easier because life out there right now is difficult, but they've got a foundation that is so different right now. They, they've, been, they've been seeing something different. They've been invested into, and so their conversations are different. I mean, I, like I'm sitting around a fire with young, young men that are opening up about the challenges, and I'm just thinking, man, I'm like, you know, this is such a small slice of the bigger problem out there, but that, yet here we've got the ability Last night, the boys and the men all came together. I mean, like 40 of us were on a fire there. And I just, I looked at that and I just had such a, you know, such an excitement to think that on Monday, you know, these men and these boys are going back into society and they are different because they talk about different things. They behave differently with the stuff that, that comes their way. And that's what we want to do. It's just like, you know, in that next conversation, in the next action, in the next thing that we're doing um, to tackle these things. I mean, take our value system and, and just tackle every situation one value at a time and um, you know, just make society better for that it's, it's almost like you're changing the road you know like like this boy that's on this road and he's just all alone and you know he doesn't know if he's got what it takes and he's just like confused and there's anger and frustration and if no one steps into that I mean we know where that goes I mean that's that goes to violence it's goes that goes to the, the the break into a house the shooting someone the raping someone ending up in prison ending up in a graveyard imagine we put that boy in a different path because we're stepping into that space and we're talking and we are there and we're engaging I mean that you know that path is very different and the amount of people that are affected by it is also very different and so we have to start looking at that and start realizing that we have the ability to change this mm. as you say Rakyu, changing the narrative and changing the the road now of course 
you know, in, you know, young children, boys or girls, there's so many contending factors. We've got the rise of social media um, to fit into a group. I mean, there's all these kind of, you know, issues that they're grappling with. And then, as you reminded us, just the violence in our society as well. I mean, so how do you, you know, change that road for them? Because, you know, there's so many answers. And, and of course, you just want to impart at least one or two messages to them. Yeah, so, so for us, it, it comes down to a long-term process. We start as young as possible. I mean, the youngest boy in our program is five years old. Um, and so, you know, that gap between five and 10 is where a dad's influence would be the highest. And so that's where we want to start. We want to start the, the engagement there. We want to start the conversations, building the relationship more than anything else. Um, and as that boy then grows up, because there's no exit into this. I mean, like, ideally, we've got boys that have just, our first boy finished matric last year. And um, he's coming back as a junior mentor. So that's the process. But it's, it's the long-term engagement into this, laying down a value system. So that when that, when that issue comes, because we can't change that. Like Monday at school, there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes their way. I mean, the social media, um, the access to all kinds of horrific things, um, you know, just all of that conversation is going to be in their space. So the only thing that you can do is we can give them the tools to make better decisions. So it's creating a platform, a values-based platform that says, like, here are the five values that we live at the carriage company every day. So how do you take this issue that comes your way and how do you deal with that? And of course, as I'm having the conversation, I'm thinking, well, if today if I'm going onto the road and I'm frustrated, how do I use my value system to be different, to not create chaos around me, but create a space that is that just makes this world just a little bit of a better place as I walk through it. Mm. So, in fact, you have a testimony of um, Tando Malepe, who was ministering to a group in, of children in Ivory Park in, in Joburg. Um, and he said um, he fell in love with the work that the character company does and how it relates to, to him because he grew up without a father um, and there were no positive morale models in his life. And, he, you know, he testifies and, you know, his testimony is just how your work and the work of the character company really changed his life so how did you get your mentors to to buy into what you have and the idea that you have mm-hmm. yeah i'm actually tando's camping with me this weekend and it's uh, <laughs> such a lovely story because um you know one of the things uh, all that the carriage company provides is a platform for us to live out a god called um, purpose to mentor and so we create a space because I think a lot of people out there just wants to like really do this but it's the thought of you know you know what do I do and you know how do I take this on and what are the requirements and you know all of that stuff becomes too much and so what we've been able to create is just a an umbrella almost or just a like a kind of a covering over this that says well step into the space we've got a curriculum we've got accountability um, measures in place we've got a very strict screening process in place um, you know we do all that admin backup and all the support and, and the checking in and, and so it actually means that I can just step into that space and go like okay well this is I really feel the stirring in my heart so here's an opportunity for me to do this and um, yeah and I think it's I, I think that's what it, what it comes down to it's just a question of um, telling the story because like, like if you hear this weekend and you're sitting on a fine, you're having a conversation about masculinity and, and, how, and the struggles around that and how we are kind of navigating that. And at the same time, you know, you have you get an opportunity to engage with one of these young men that is that is at camp. You, you, it's very easy to understand that you can make a difference because I think a lot of people spend the best part of their days and perhaps lives in adult companies. So we don't always understand the reality of what goes on 
in, our, in even our own children's lives. I mean, I think, you know, if you look again at the statistics, I mean, you know, dads are very disengaged from the process. And we don't understand what our children are going through at school. And so we don't understand what my neighbor's son goes through at school if she's a single mom and what she's going through and how this impacts society. And unfortunately, you know, when this hits home, when when it's my family that is, you know, involved in a in a, a breaking or trauma or whatever, then suddenly, you know, I have a reaction. But then my reaction is anger. And, the, and unfortunately, we don't look at ourselves. We don't go like, you know, look at our country right now. And the way that people are behaving is because we've got, a, you know, we've got young people that are looking at our examples. And they're behaving accordingly. The way that we, you know, engage in corruption and gender-based violence and... All these things, they, they're just looking at that and going, okay, well, if I presume that's the only way we're going to get to do mm. this, and so we want to change that, and that's that that is that is just stepping into that gap and saying, here am I, use me. Yes, in fact, um, Yako, we've got um, you know someone who's just sent us a message to say, I'm a South African, educated, um, and an international businessman with extensive experience abroad, um, where he's living today. But you know, he's saying, I am willing to volunteer. I want to offer my services. Um, so of course we'll. Get Get those details from you later. But I do want yes. to talk about, of course, you've been Joburg based and yes. the good news is you coming down south to the Western Cape. Tell us more. And we've also <laughs> yes. got Ruan Prinsloo from Somerset yes. who's going to tell us about being a mentor. So tell us more, Yako. So Ruan has done the has done the right thing and even you know, moved down to to, to the Western Cape from Gauteng, uh, which was sad for us because we lost a great mentor in our Gauteng space. But uh, yeah, so I, I think for us it's just an understanding that that this problem is is not not based on a neighborhood or a or a cultural group or a income group this problem is all around us so, so everyone struggles with this the statistics of 70% of kids in single parent homes the statistics of four out of five boys not having a positive male role model that's everywhere it plays out differently and some of the areas, especially in the Western Cape, that plays out in, in a harsh reality of gangsterism and, and young boys that are, you know, that are finding in gangs the stuff that they should be finding from a dad. You know, there's, a, there's acceptance, there's uh, belonging, there's purpose, you know, all the things that actually society is not giving them right now. And so our heart really is that at the moment we've got programs in the Eastern Cape, um, Limpopo, Mpumalanga, our biggest footprint obviously is in Gauteng. Um, but we've been, we've been, well, we have a heart for, um, for the Western Cape and we've, we've had programs there before. Um, our biggest challenge is always finding these positive male role models, what we call fat guys, mm. faithful, available, and teachable. And to find these guys that are prepared to make commitments. And so this year, we've got a very strong focus on the Western Cape to, to, to get a momentum going there across the spaces um, to get um, into those communities and to also engage with communities and engage with community organizations. You know, we've, we've got this, this mentorship um, solution. And so community organizations that we started talking to um, are saying, well, you know, like this is something that we need and, and we don't want to reinvent the wheel. And so how do we, how do we engage in that? So that's really where our heart is. And, and we want to, you know, we want to invite anyone that listens to this or knows someone that works in communities or just like that. Just think about your neighbor's son um, and the way that she is a single parent perhaps has to try and do the stuff that is so so hard and how can you step into that space with with the support of an organization that has done the the back work of this and create a space where it's possible mm-hmm. so yeah we hope that uh, you know as we as we keep on talking to you during the year we'll be able to you know show some amazing progress on how we're getting to more communities right across the western cape wherever someone is saying man my community just really needs some help here so um let's partner yes um and so um 
Yakub, questions from listeners. One, of course, you know, just remind us again, how do they get in touch with you? Um, another question is, how do I enroll a young teenager in this program in the Western Cape? And then, of course, as you mentioned before, but just a reminder again, what kind of background checks do you do on your mentors? So for anyone that wants to, to get involved in any form or fashion, is just go to our website, thecharactercompany.co.za, have a look at that. I also give my um, the WhatsApp number, so if anyone wants to um, just engage with us on that. Um, we're at camp, of course, so we'll probably only get back to you on Monday. Um, I'll, I'll give that now. It's 84 um, and so the, the screening process is quite a, a long process, and I think that's also one of the challenges because us as men or older boys, we don't like admin. And so mm-hmm. this process this starts by saying, listen, I'm interested, so what do I do? And you, you sign up on the website, you go through some uh, questionnaire, um, and then you go and visit a group or you have an interaction. I'm actually flying back. Oh, I'm flying down to the um, Western Cape on Tuesday, so I'm going to be around for a, about two weeks. So love to have coffee, have conversations with people about, about this. Um, and then you go through a process where you then start um, visiting some of the groups and um, submitting documents. And this includes police clearances, sexual offences, um, affidavits, uh, you know, checks against child defences register and, and all of that stuff. And so indemnities and even the moms in the program, if you enroll a son, there's a, a section on the website that says enroll my son. Moms go through a process where they submit documents. So there's a, a big screening process in this and there's also accountability in that process. Like moms and, and mentors never engage um, alone you know, these these WhatsApp groups of people in the office, and um, so we we really try and make sure that we continuously build a transparent uh, and accountable process into everything, so that we get to serve these boys in the best possible way we can. Mm, yeah, so as you say, it it sounds like it's a lot of admin, but obviously necessary um, because you need to screen your mentors, and as yes. you've pointed out, the the mentorship program is ultimately underpinned by reliability, a commitment, uh, because you know the mentors serve as beacons of stability in the lives of of the young boys. Um, and you you emphasize commitment. Um, can you just repeat that WhatsApp number? Because I think some listeners actually took yes. down the number and, you know, sometimes the pen doesn't want to run fast <laughs> enough. That's right. <laughs> I must just tell you, the character company, we spell commitment with a capital M-E-N at the end. Uh-huh. I really believe it's something that's important for us as a society is that men start making commitments and keep them. So, and this is a way to do it. Um, and that WhatsApp number is 84 Okay, so we'll just repeat it again throughout the interview, Yaku. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and so Ruan is going to to start the process here in the Western Cape. Um, I mean, is there a particular time frame, or do you think that um, you know slowly the, the the steps connecting with other organisations? That's how you you're going to build your network here um, in the Western Cape. So we've been we've been engaging with organisations and individuals for a while now. So we definitely, you know, they say, when is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was twenty years ago, and the second best time is today. And so we want to start this as soon as we possibly can because what we don't want is you don't want to like we have to consider every day that we waste somewhere along the line we're losing a young man. Somewhere along the line, a young man goes on the wrong path, ends up in prison, a graveyard somewhere. We want to prevent that. And also the effects of that, you know, the family that is affected by it, the family that got, you know, that's dealing with the trauma of, of all of that confusion. So we want, we want to do that. We also want to engage men in conversation. So what we're doing here at the moment is what we call men around a fire. We want to have some of that. So maybe there's people that are listening to this and saying, hey, listen, I know a friend that's got a place with a boma or, a, you know, we can just go and have a conversation around a fire and start the conversation there with men to understand 
um, that we are that we are dealing with confused masculinity, and we have to address that. And in that process, we get them to de um, to do something different with what I've learned. So I can take this the challenges I'm facing, and I can channel it positively um, into into mentorship. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, at this stage, we we just want to keep on engaging with everyone. But the the mentorship pro- process, we're hoping to start. Uh, I want to say, you know identify and get some some of the first groups up and running definitely um, ideally in March um, mm-hmm. if not in April okay so quick yeah. turnaround in the next yeah. few weeks <laughs> then. Um, yeah yeah so of course I mean it's just coming back to the personal is always the story that you know pushes one to want to make a difference and and yeah. you said you bring your story and your particular experience to the group. So you also show vulnerability um, to the young men, to the mentors, and share your story. And I'm sure there's a lot of resonance um, when you speak to your mentors and, of course, the, the young men that you um, you know want to mentor. Oh, definitely. I, th- I think, you know, just as I can't give what I don't have, I can't expect someone else to do something if I'm not prepared to do the same thing. And I think that's what makes it hard. I mean, you know, being teachable, and it, so- it sounds great, but being teachable is difficult. Um, if, you have, if you're trying to undo a lifetime of, of doing things the wrong way because you figured out you, that you're on your own, no one's actually going to be there for you, um, that's messy. And so the, the amazing thing about this is that when, I, when we sit around the fire and we're having a conversation, I think that first guy that just, because we all, I think for us as men, I don't know if it's the same for women, but I think women talk a lot easier about these things. But for us as men, we just want to be able to admit in a safe space that my life is messy and I don't have it all together. And if anyone out there right now is thinking that they've got it all sorted and all figured out, then that's spelled denial. I mean, absolutely. It's just like This world is way too messy for us to, to think that we've got it all together. But when we get to sit around a space and just going like, man, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with with this at work. I'm struggling being a father. I'm struggling to understand how to, you know, how to be a better husband or how to even be a husband. Um, how do I engage rather than running away? And when I do that, and I do that in a conversation where there's young men that listen to this and they're going like, wow, I mean, look at this. This is, a, this is a great example. Look at the impact of this. Look at men growing closer to one another. Look at men holding one another accountable and supporting one another. If this is the way that makes it better, then I can practice that. And so I cannot sit there and talk about this and talk about vulnerability and then, you know, pretend that my life is not messy or pretend that I, do, that I have it all together. And so the only way we do this is by actually constantly um, going into that space as where it's just being vulnerable. Because we create a space where that is safe. I mean, there's no judgment here. Um, and so we want to have those conversations. And we've been, man, I tell you, the stuff that men have shared around fires here that they've not ever spoken to anyone about means that we get to change some of that, which means we get to change it for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're going to fix it. Yeah, no, for sure, Yako. And then, of course, we have Ruan Prinsloo from Somerset West also on the line. Good morning, Ruan. Thanks for holding. As you can know, there's been lots of questions. Um, Yaku's been explaining to us, but Ruan, you, you're going to be in Cape Town. You're starting this. What's motivated you and what can we expect in the coming weeks um, from you here setting up um, the character company? Yeah, I, I think um, from my side, I mean, just looking at my relationship with my own son that I've had um, and, I mean, just the impact that I have in his life. I mean, there are certain things that um, us as men would do with our children, our, our, our young boys, that moms won't necessarily do. Moms are, are I look at my wife, very protective with with, with Lukey, um, and which, which is a mom's role. But us as men will often push our children to do certain things. 
Um, just the fact that I, I'm seen as his hero in many instances. There are certain sports that um, I would be interested in that he would want to follow and do the same and certain games that he wants me to play with him and um, and just the impact from that. I mean, the same with, with discipline. There's, there's just a certain respect about male discipline within um, a, a child's life and, and that really pushed me to, I saw the impact that I had in my own son's life and that really drove me to, to getting involved and, and knowing that there's a massive need for for um, mentors and, and male role models in, in young men's lives. And yeah, so that's how I got involved in the character company. Um, I was blessed to, to start off with three three young boys and, and just to see the impact that it has um, on their lives. I mean, we don't see them once they leave us, but I mean, when the moms come back to you and say, wow, I can't tell you the change in my child, um, and and just to just before I carry on, just to get back to one of the the earlier things that Yaku said, it's not about being perfect as a mentor. I mean, the the curriculum and the 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 way the character company guides you through the process is absolutely amazing. I mean, we learn so much in the process as mentors. We grow. The values that we are instilling in these boys' lives um, are really being grounded in us as well because we le- need to lead by example. So, so that for me has been, been, been absolutely amazing. And it's so rewarding because as much as we are blessing these young boys with our time, um, we are being blessed at the same time. So, yeah, it really, it really grows me. And, and for me to know that the first boy in my group now would be my own son because he, he, he forms part of this group. And, and to, to see him interact with these boys, he'll learn through in the process as well. So that, that for me is is a big thing and um yeah we really want to want to get going so um yeah looking at, at at mentors and networking with other people that can get involved but just to encourage that you don't have to be perfect it's um it is a commitment because um a lot of these these boys have been hurt or rejected in the past and and that for us is a, is a big thing so we we don't want people that just climbs in and climbs out um it's um, there's a requirement of at least a year commitment in, in, in this process. And, um, yeah, and so, yeah, it's an encouragement to, to really go for it. And, and yeah, so we, we're ready to kick it off here in, in the West. Tell us more, Duan. Yeah, we've, we've spoken with a, with a couple of mentors. We've got a couple of guys that are, are really looking, but I think people are often hesitant. And, and like you said earlier, the time, it's, it's people always saying, yeah, but where am I going to get the time? Um, honestly, you'll, you'll make the time. So, um, yeah, I think finding the, the, the boys aren't, isn't the problem. Finding the mentors is a problem. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's basically it from my side. So mm-hmm. we're ready. I mean, I, I'm willing to give my number as well if anyone wants to get in contact with me and then, um, yeah, myself or Yaku, and then we can just take it from there. Yes, Ruan, this yeah. is your free moment to advertise. I mean, we've got lots of people you know, sending us messages, just congratulating you, you know, just really saying well done. So please give us your details, Ruan, how people can get in contact with you. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, it's 082-441-5640. Okay, just okay. repeat it again, um, Ruan, you know, when the pen doesn't want to write fast enough. Yeah, sure. 082-441-5640. 
Excellent. So thank you very much, Ruan and Yaku. We wish you all the best. Um, please keep us updated. We can talk about it again, Ruan, maybe in the next few weeks, once you've had your first session, a call for mentors. Please be in touch. We would like to, um, you know, show us support. We know how important mentoring is. It can be life changing. We know you're in Cape Town on the Cape Flats. Boys could do with some role models. So we really wish you all the best, Yaku, um, all the best. Ruan, and we are here to support you all the way. Thank you. Thank you so much.